What's going on, everybody? It is Wednesday, September 14th, and you are tuned into the Give Me the Points podcast. I am Soup, your host, along with my co-host, Tyler, and we are going to give you a week one recap as well as looking forward to week two in the NFL. Week one in the books. Absolute fucking madness. <laughs> yeah, no, that was welcome back, NFL. Oh my god. Um yeah, just real quick, I just want to go through our plays that we had and then we'll talk about other games that we didn't even make a play on. Um you know for as much as I feel like we got backdoored and screwed. We finished down 0.7 units, so we didn't take a big loss. Um, no, no. Basically That's a loss. For, for week one, you know. It's like, all right, what? I mean, it was, yeah, it was goofy. All right, so <clears throat> the Thursday night game, we went one and one on player props. We took Gabe Davis over 57 and a half. He finished with 88, and then we took Mr. Invisible over 59 and a half. Allen Robinson, he had two targets, one catch, 12 yards. Uh, um, <clears throat> we'll go with the losers. We'll start off on a bad note. The losers over the weekend. So we went six, six, and one. We did have a push last year in like 500 bets placed. We had three pushes. Started off this year already with a push. Um, that push was the Eagles minus three. We bought the half point. Thank God we did. The Lions came with a nasty backdoor cover, and uh, the Eagles won the game 38-35. <clears throat> the losses we had, the three-way teaser. I was really pissed at the Colts, but then Denver would have screwed us anyway. Yeah. The three-way <laughs> teaser takes the L. Um, and then here's some gross ones. All right, so we lost on DK Metcalf anytime touchdown last night. That's fine. But these three I have a real problem with. Carolina in a pick'em. Oh. Choke. Jacksonville plus three. Choke. Yeah, neither one of them played until the second half. They didn't start playing until the second half. And they also both lost the cover in the final, what, two minutes? Yeah, yeah. They both Carolina decided to start seconds. playing good and then take the lead and then choke the lead away. And then Baltimore. Over 26 and a half points. They've got, what, seven and a half. They burn the third quarter, light it on fire, and they've got 24 halfway through the third quarter and then don't score again. They played They played seven and a half minutes of football in one Yeah, game. well, I mean, I, that's all they needed to. I guess we can just blame Joe Flacco. So if the yeah. Jets would have done anything, then Baltimore would have probably scored more. All right, so those are the losers. Now the winners. New England, Miami, under 46 and a half. That was easy. For about five minutes into the game, you knew that was good. Um, yeah, that one, we felt like extra, extra good about that yeah. one. Beforehand, so. Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, under 44 and a half. Squeaked that one out. Shouldn't even have had to worry about it. 
Evan no. McPherson got his extra point blocked. His time expired, or they would have won the game 21-20. But the field goal won it in overtime. The third, fourth field goal attempt? Fourth field goal attempt in overtime won it. Um, so they the Steelers won 23-20. to A win's a win. <laughs> Minnesota alternate line, minus six and a half. Oh, boy, we look good on them. Beat for, the, week, for one week. <laughs> beat the piss out of the Packers. Um, Flash Gordon last night. Over 51 and a half rushing and receiving. I'm going to keep playing that number until it goes up because he is going to be involved. There's no yeah, question yeah, about that's it. That's not a lot for, involved. for combined rushing and receiving at all. Um, and then Alberto, over 29 and a half receiving yards. He ended with 33 last night. So again, six, six, and one um, minus 0.7 units. Anybody who watched football this weekend knows it was a wonky weekend. Um, and I'm not saying like, you know, I'm not saying we should have won nine units or something. I'm just saying it was goofy with missed field goals and just really pathetic offensive performances. Yeah. Um, like all just got fantasy wise guys put up huge numbers. I mean, mm-hmm. your, your top four receivers put up absolute monsters. I Cooper Cup, Jay Jettas, uh, Jamar Chase, and Devontae Adams. And Good Steph thing. Diggs had a good Thursday Steph night. Diggs, yeah, so your top five lit the board up. Um, but the points in general, yeah, not too good. I still don't but, feel terrible about our Panthers and Jacksonville pick because when no. they decided to play good, they looked like we thought they would look. It was almost just like they didn't leave themselves any cushion because they played so bad in the first half. Oh, and – I just want to, you know, hey, <clears throat> public service announcement for Baker and Matt Roll. You have this guy on your team. Uh, he's a cheat code. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey. Get him the fucking ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, good God. The best player on their team. What do you have? Like 11 touches? Yeah, no, that's not enough. What are you doing? You're it, just force feed him and DJ Moore. Hey, Robbie Anderson, bounce back game. Well, you don't have to force feed him. It's just the he's good for the deep balls. Like you don't mm-hmm. have to, you know. All right, so week one, yeah, goofy, but but the division winner parlay. I mean, I don't think we could have asked for a better week one. No. Um, I I, I broke it down division by division here. Give me one second. I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna give my reasoning for each division here. Um. Colts. Okay. All right. So Minnesota Green Bay. Uh, obviously, Minnesota just beat the brakes off them. Yeah. So I like Minnesota at plus 300 to win that division even more now. I know it's week one. This is overreaction. But division well, by division. We have one week to go off of. So, yes, the Ravens winning, Cincinnati losing. That was big yeah. for the wave- Ravens. The Wavens. <laughs> The Ravens yeah, running. Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> um, the other dog that we took is a parlay winner, the Eagles. Yeah, well, I mean, that look. Dude, Dak out six to eight weeks, according to Jerry Jones. He thinks he can be back in four, no chance. Six no, to eight weeks. Uh, Eagles to win that Eagles, division. Man, they're running away with that division. Um, the Colts. Hey, first in the division. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with a tie. So yeah. it's what it is. Uh, the Bills are going to walk through. Oh, they're, my god! They're gosh. just going to walk through the AFC East. That might be the biggest gap, right, of any division for the division winner. 
Possibly. Depending maybe. if Miami could maybe squeak out 10 wins, but it could be five. Yeah, I guess. It yeah. could be a well, five game It gap. doesn't matter if they squeak out 10 when the Bills have 17. I right, did. All right. <laughs> um, number six, Tampa. Uh, offense looks shaky, but defense looks really good. And yes, the Saints won, but they look like shit. Mm-hmm. They did not look like a good. But they team. are going to just shit their way to like at least seven or eight wins. Yeah, you know. but I still love Tampa to win that division. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Rams took a loss, um, but Arizona looked miserable. San mm-hmm. Fran looked miserable. And if you told me after Week One the Bears would be the only team with a win in that division, I'd tell you I still love the Rams to win that division. Yeah. Now, Trey Lance. It was He's not it. You know. I'm not even saying he's not going to have a decent year, but there's like always like, I guess, hipster, like Twitter, like nerdy, yeah. like this guy's unmissable. Trailing. Well, well, how could anybody have said that? I know. I, how I, could have anybody have been so confident? It's one thing to be like, look, I think Trey Lance is going to have a good year. He's got all the talent in the world and Kyle Shanahan's his coach. I buy all those things, but to be like, he's just the next big thing. Well, he's not good at throwing the football. No, so, he's not. And I, I'm going to give him he one get week. better, sure. I'm going to give him one week because of the tsunami they played in. But I said it in the preseason show, I'm super down on the 49ers this year. I just don't think that they're a good football team. I mean, I've told you before the draft, you know that, that I would have taken Justin Fields at number two if I was yeah. the Jets. So, yeah. All right, and then the last one, the Chargers look like a complete team top to bottom mm-hmm. in yes. every level. Um the Chiefs, uh, pat myself on the back here. Mm-hmm. Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes showed up with an absolute, uh, you know, hey, we're not going anywhere game against like the that. Niners. <laughs> to everybody. And, but it's okay because I still I still like the Chargers, and we're going to see a big matchup Thursday night here. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just hop right into that. Thursday night game this week, banger. Chargers at Chiefs. Chiefs giving four and a half points at home. The over-under at 53-and-a-half. Where are you at? Oh, God, where I'm at. Where I'm at is I like a ton of points, but this over is too high. I agree. Um, where I'm at is no Keenan Allen. Probably matters. Might not matter as much as we think because they have so many weapons, but it does matter. Um, I'm at – I like – the four and a half points with the Chargers. I don't know that I like them to win the game on the road, but the only thing that scares me there that has me wanting to lean Chiefs is like I'm a big like road teams on Thursday nights play like shit half yeah. the time. Yeah. But it's like th- there's no way they can not bring a decent A game here, right? I mean, if they we like them to win the division. So if we like them to win the division, like they can't come lay a stinker against the Chiefs. Okay. I don't know if the Chargers will win. I'm not saying I think that, but four and a half is a decent amount of points to get for two equal teams, or at least what I think are pretty equal teams. So I'm at the same spot I was with last Thursday. Um, what should happen in this game? It should be a close game, and there should be a ton of points scored. What do I think is going to happen? I kind of think the Chiefs are going to cover, and I do, if I have any play in this game, it's the under 53 and a half. Um, but yeah, I'm, content, I'm content with making player prop plays on the Thursday. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Okay. 
because we did that with the Rams Bills last week. I'm content with oh. doing that again this week. Another awesome game. Sit down, enjoy it. Make oh, yeah. play, 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 I, I thought you know I thought the Bills would win, but I didn't. <laughs> oh, that dude. That was wild. Oh, my God. Yeah. I just – all right. So, player prop plays on the Chargers Chiefs. Um, here's an interesting game to me. Washington yeah. at Detroit. Detroit giving one and a half points over under at 48 and a half. I liked them in the preseason, and I like them still, and Carson Wentz looked pretty good week one. I like Washington getting one and a half here on the road, and I actually like the under 48 and a half. See, I like the Lions, and my biggest oh. reason is the stretch. The best unit that Washington has is their defensive line, and the mm-hmm. Lions have a really good O line. So, I mean, it's like it's really just feels like a pick on my just. I like the Lions to win. Um, you know, I guess what they could think on the over under, but I can mm-hmm. see both these teams throwing up a stinker. I could. Yeah, it's just like which Jared Goff and which Carson Wentz are you getting? Because Carson Wentz looked good against Jacksonville, but he also had some Carson Wentz plays. I'm not right. even talking about the Trevon Walker interception. That was just crazy. But that was like wild. he did have some of those, like, this guy's wide open and you sailed it by 10 yards. Like, and Goff, you never know. I mean, everything about this game kind of feels a little bit scary to me. Like, I still like the Lions. I just feel like it's a huge total for two questionable offenses. It is a huge total. I would if if I had to pick anything on this, any of the teams or over, it would probably be the under on this, under 48 and a half. All right. right? Cuz that is that is high and neither offense is stellar. Yeah. So I do you want to make a play on the under 48 and a half here? Yeah. I okay. I'd, I'm going to go like a unit. Washington Detroit under 48.5. Cuz even if they're moving the ball well, like with these two quarterbacks, it could be field goals. And there could be wealth well for their offenses poorly timed, but for our yeah. under well-timed interceptions, yes. you know that kind of thing. All right. Now so we're going to move into a super low total. Um super the, low. The Jets at the Browns. The Browns are giving six and a half at home here. I like the Jets Over under 40.5, man. I I like Jets at six and a half. Like that's I do a lot. Too. I do too. Especially with about... the, so you're projecting a super low total here. Um you're telling me that the Browns are gonna win this game. What what would they say? 20 24 to 17? Or yeah, or like 20 to 13 or something. That's I'm not gonna overreact to the Jets week one. Um they played a really tough Baltimore team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also not going to overreact to the Browns because they played a pathetic Carolina showing. Yeah. So I do like the Jets to cover six and a half in this game. I say I, buy the hook and get them to seven. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, you know, this feels like the underall hit, but it's like so low you can't bet it. <laughs> Correct. It is one of those games where it's so low you can't bet it. So Jets plus seven. Um, yes. a unit and a half on that. I like that. Yeah, no, I, I like the Jets. Well, I don't like the Jets. I like the Jets plus seven here a lot. All right. Next game, Bucks at Saints. Saints getting two and a half over under 44 and a half. Again, I'm not going to overreact to Tampa's no. offense dying in the red zone. 
I know that Tommy's the Saints have been, touchdowns. The Saints have been Tommy's kryptonite. I know that the offensive line's a little banged up, but when I look at these teams across the board, man, I I cannot possibly take the Saints plus two and a half here. I have mm-hmm. to like Tampa to cover three points. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. This is there's some high lines and stuff, you know, coming up, but this one jumped out at me. It's like, oh, Tampa's winning that by a field goal at least. I agree. All right, so you, I like two units on Tampa minus two. Yeah, no, that's yeah. one of the ones I feel more strongly about this week. All right, Panthers at Giants. Um, Giants minus one and a half at home, over under 43 and a half. I really don't know. I don't. I know we liked the Giants last week against Tennessee. Um, Brian Dable pulled his nuts out and went for a two-point conversion, giving it to the best player on the field in Saquon Barkley and letting him make something happen. Um, but I still think this Panthers team has promise, so mm-hmm. I don't really like either side in this game. No. I mean, you know how we always pick a lean. I'd lean Panthers, but this is this doesn't seem like a advisable betting situation. Agreed. I would I would lean Panthers, and I'd actually lean the under as well. Yeah. All right. I want to save these two. I'm going to save our two games. Okay. Um, we're going to skip ahead here. Dolphins at Ravens, Ravens minus three, over under 44 and a half. Give me Baltimore again. I agree, and I like the over. I think this could be on the higher scoring side. Yeah. So there's two things. Um, there's two There's two matchups in this game that really favor Baltimore. Um, Baltimore has one of the top five secondaries in the entire NFL, and Miami – with the new coaching staff and the new weapons seems very pass happy. Um, so I like Baltimore secondary against Tua Tagovailoa. And I also on the opposite side, um, Miami, the one thing new England was able to do was run the ball. Miami's run defense still stinks from last year. They still stink. And what do we know about Baltimore? If JK Dobbins is healthy, which he put in a full day of practice today, he looks like he's going to be a go. With Lamar and J.K., I love Baltimore to run all over Miami here. I really like Baltimore minus three in this game. I do too. Now, is it? did you find it at minus three or minus three and a half? I found it minus three on DraftKings. FanDuel had three and a half. Okay, so shop those if you're on a site that doesn't have it at three and they have three and a half, I would buy the point. Yeah. Or by the half point, yes, absolutely. By the yeah. hook. Um, so Baltimore minus three. I like that as another two-unit play, honestly. Good. Good. All right. Falcons at Rams. Rams minus 10 and a half. Dude, give me Rams. I'm not kidding. I'd bet Rams minus 20. (laughs) Over under under 45 and a half here. Like, if they beat the Bills, I wouldn't. This would be a high, like, scary line. But, like, they're about to just – Beat yeah. the crap out of the Falcons, aren't they? Like I would assume so. Yeah. That I is know. a lot Jesus. of points because there's that, oh, you're up 17, you know, and like you're up 37-20 and the Falcons have been scoring garbage points all second half and then they're like, ooh, what's there a touchdown with 10, 20 seconds left? Yeah. I So I like the Rams and I like to use them in a teaser. Okay, um, I'd like to get that ten and a half down to like a five and a half, and do another five point teaser this week. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, all right. So we'll throw the Rams into a five point teaser. Five. Also, the Rams could hit the over here by themselves, and I wouldn't be shocked. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. 
right. Seahawks at 49ers, 49ers minus nine over. Dude, under I love the Seahawks with all those points. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Give me Seattle getting nine points here. Yeah. Um, I'm looking ahead here. Let me see. Okay. Yeah. There's two other games that I like for the teaser. I, I don't think we need to tease Seattle here. I love Seattle plus the nine in this game. Yeah, I'm, I do I'm too. not, I'm not really high do. on Sam Fran, man. I'm not. And Seattle shocked me. They Rashad Penny, we saw it at the end of last year. The kid can run the ball. Uh, yeah. Geno Smith looked intelligent. He played within his means. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like Seattle getting nine points here for sure. Yeah, no, I – San Francisco has got to prove something. Correct. If they want. And and nine is a lot. Like San Francisco could come out and look really good and not cover that many points. Correct. San Francisco could be up, uh, what? We'll say they they could be up 27 to 27 14. And then, you know, Seattle get a late backdoor cover even. Yeah. I just, yeah, dude, I, I like Seattle plus nine here a lot. Yes. All right. This game, I don't have any interest in touching any side of it. Really? I, dude, I don't like this at all. Bengals at Cowboys. Cowboys oh. getting seven and a half over under 42 and a half. I don't like it at all. See, I like, I thought this was one you'd want to put in the teaser because you I like, like Bengals. minus two and a half a lot. I know. I know. I don't see how they don't come out and win this game. Like, it's Joe Burrow versus Cooper Rush. I know. Cooper Rush. I know. Cooper Rush. Yeah, Micah Parsons can get after it, sure. And Trevon Diggs has to cover Jamar Chase. So Joe could throw him a pick six. He could give Micah Parsons a fumble six, and he's probably still going to throw five touchdowns to Chase on top of that. So is T. Higgins out of concussion protocol yet? I, I don't know yet. That, to me, honestly, that doesn't even matter. For this. No, but it, we, we both have to be comfortable with it. The play I, know, I, know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, just like, five points gets them down to minus two and a half. Yeah, like it's, if but they're going to make the playoffs, they're, they can't start out 0-2. There's a dog that I like really getting points. I don't – I really don't want to do three favorites in a teaser. That's like – Hey, that's fine. We can, we can, we don't need to play every game on the slate. So I'm fine with avoiding this one. Mm. I just, yeah. I mean, okay. So, so, so hear me out real quick. Texans Broncos. Would you rather have the Broncos minus four and a half in a teaser? I would not. You would rather have the Bengals minus two and a half. I would personally. Yeah. Yeah. Broncos like looked a little. This is, this is not a dictatorship. Bengals minus two and a half that put it in the five point teaser. That's fine. But okay. The, right, so, the fact that it's lower like that, you know, the Broncos yeah, yeah. we got a field goal win, and it's like oh. Houston at Denver. Denver minus nine and a half over under forty five and a half. I mean, I, you know, this is one another one that I do. I like the Broncos to. I like them to cover the the nine and a half, and it. I had the same feeling about the Rams as like the Broncos might drop forty. So, but I just think the Texans, like, I have this feeling that, like, they might be better than everyone thinks. Yes. And, like, hang tough in a lot of games. Which, yeah, I agree. I do agree like, with that. You know? 
I do agree with that statement. What I'm interested in. Davis Mills is not going to turn into some superstar. Nobody's not bad. Going for him with like, he knows what he is and he does that well. Yes, he does. All right. So I'm I'm interested here. I want to see. I want to see where the money's at on the over under in this game. Nothing yet. I'm not seeing anything. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Big money and sharps both on the under 45 and a half here. I mean, kind of where I was leaning. Uh, I could see Denver yeah. winning this game 27 7. Hey, I would. If you. No, no, no. We don't, we don't need to make a play on every single game. I'd okay. like to pass on this game. I don't trust Denver yeah. to cover 10 points. No, it is. It just feels weird. It feels like they should beat the living crap out of them. But the way both teams looked week one is like, eh. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll pass on that. All right, so here's the other leg of the five-point teaser that I that I really like. Cardinals at Raiders. Raiders minus five and a half. I like the Cardinals getting ten and a half points in a five-point teaser. Yeah, that's that it's a lot. That's a like lot. What, I, I dude, they played the Chiefs week one. Is Kyler Murray yeah, they, dead? Did he die in the last No, nah, but I do listen, I actually it's not because I've had him in fantasy and he disappoints. It's honestly not fantasy related. This is going to sound like such a old man thing to say. Like, does Kyler Murray pass the eye test for you? Oh, don't bring that into that. Don't, I, don't I'm asking, eye test me. What does your gut say? Do you look at him and think that's a really good quarterback? What does your gut say? Some I, games, yeah. Some games, he's real good. Some games, but I'm talking overall. Oh, I, no, I think he. I think he's above average. He is. I don't trust him in a big game. Is my thing with him. He's hit that tier of like but I don't getting know ten and a half points against a Raiders. No, no, no I'm not talking about that. I'm okay. just saying him as a player, like because the Cardinals are still going to be decent and they're going to win some games. It just felt like if this game was to like the winner of this game made the playoffs, no shot I would take the Cardinals. To right, right. Um, but I do like them to keep it within 10 and a half here. Oh, yeah, and they, they need to bounce back in a big way. I know the Raiders lost as well, but, like, the Cardinals need to performance-wise bounce back. So, right. I mean, they got oh, – So, that's our five-point teaser. Okay. Rams minus five and a half. Bengals minus two and a half. Cardinals plus ten and a half. All right, we agreed on the Rams. Yep. You threw the Bengals in there. I'm throwing the cards in there. All right. All right. All right. And yeah. All right. Listen. R E L A X. Bears at Packers. Packers minus nine and a half. Over under 42.5. The Packers are covering this spread. They are. The over under, I don't wouldn't want to touch. Just because like no. Justin Fields could have a decent game. But Aaron Rodgers is a part-time owner of the Bears, dude. He is their daddy. And that is is. not going to change this week. This now, Sunday, Sunday night football. Give me Aaron Rodgers on Sunday night football by a million minus nine and a half against the Bears at home after being scrutinized for a week. Yeah. Imagine if, like, first play of the game, play action to AJ Dillon and Watson drops another 75 yard touchdown. Aaron Rodgers will, his head will explode. Yeah. I mean, because that was the Vikings still would have covered and everything, but like you can't make a more perfect throw than that. And oh, just... I agree. I agree. All right. Now we'll move into that. Well, all right. We'll go back to our two games for Sunday. Um, okay. I'll let you go first here. Colts at Jags. Jags plus four and a half over oh. 44 and a half. Fandom aside, where are we at? Fandom aside tells me 
they always play the Colts tough at home. They're an improved team. It's a road game for the Colts on the road. The Colts win by a field goal. That's what I think happens. Okay. I think four and a half is a lot. I'm not saying to make a play on it, but I, I think they cover four and a half. I don't know if they win the game, but I really do think they'll cover that. And I think that over-under is like damn near right about spot on. All right. I, I'm content with passing on this game. Okay. Um, I understand that the Jaguars always play the Colts stuff at home, but they've beat them six straight times in Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, I understand that, and I understand the Colts look like garbage against Houston. It's not the Colts but, looking like garbage that makes me think that, by the way, because I think the Colts are not playing good. But then in the back of my mind, Jacksonville also couldn't cover four and a half against Washington. So I'm back and forth. There's sides for both arguments. I'm content yeah. with passing on this game. Yep, same. All right. The over-under did look good on that, like right where it should be. Pat Squealers. Squealers getting two and a half at home over under 40.5. I'm going to go against everything I believe in here. I like the over 40.5 in this game. Yeah, that's so low. Here's my thing, dude. The Steelers defense had five turnovers and still let up 20 points. Mm-hmm. And how many of those was TJ Watt involved in causing or creating? Yeah, and now he's got and now he's got one titty. Yeah. One titty TJ. That's not good. No. Um, and I just I have to think that New England's able to get something going offensively. Tell me you like them minus two and a half because I, I don't love minus two and a half. I do, oh, listen. I'm gonna bet them. Personally, I'm gonna bet them. Yeah, but I don't, dude. They looked bad. I don't care. Still, everything in the preseason has come true with this passing game looking like a high yeah. school passing offense. Yes, but I will say Miami's good. But yeah, the the, the New England offense didn't look the, the passing game didn't look great. No, I just I like the over here, man. I do. I think both teams get into the 20s. I don't see how I don't I'm not buying either defense. Um Najee should be good to go. Uh, I think. Najee. Na- Najee Harris. <laughs> Najee. Uh, he should be good to go. So, And I think that helps tremendously for his 2.1 yards per carry. That offensive line is still <laughs> really bad. Listen, you can polish a turd and it's still a turd. Yeah. I see people online, they're like, oh, the Steelers' offensive line looks a little improved on what it did uh, last year. Well, okay, so maybe it's the 31st in the league instead of 32nd. Like, yeah, it's, it's fucking dog shit. Well, it's they fun. have not spent a first-round pick on that line since DeCastro, and he has since played his entire career and retired. 80 degrees and sunny in Pittsburgh on Ooh. Sunday. Okay. Nice weather. Yeah, well, not really. I'm ready for crisp fall weather, but but that is nice. Yeah, Objectively speaking. I like the over 40.5 in this game. I really do. Yeah, yeah. Give me that. All right, let's move on to these Monday night games. Okay. We're flying through this. This is good. Um, Titans. Listen, can I give my Titans-Bills thing here? Yeah. You like the Bills minus 400. I was about to talk myself into like, oh, you know, and I'm like, holy shit, it's in Buffalo? And it's a night, dude. They're gonna they're gonna wipe the floor with them, and it's not a knock on the Titans. I really, 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 really think yes. The Rams definitely made mistakes, didn't play great, dude. The Bills are that good. 
They are that good. They're in my mind, they are the Super Bowl favorite. Not in the AFC, in the NFL. They are that good. Do they have a weakness? Because I'm not sure that they do. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm I agree. Okay. I agree. Okay. Like just, I feel like I shouldn't agree because the Titans don't stink and that's a lot of points, but like no, dude. It's I just so. feel like such a simp here taking all these favorites to cover big spreads. Yeah. It's like, God damn. In Buffalo, Monday night football. I get Mike Vrabel in Tennessee has get have they've given Buffalo fits in the past, but I just something about them, man. That defensive front sevens looked real good. It real you know, they've been really, really good the past few years. Yeah, And sometimes a really good team makes a run first time, like, you know, Seahawks with like rookie Russ and stuff and they're like second year. But this Bills team has been that good. They've been Super Bowl worthy the past few years and they've gone through. I don't know. It feels like they've gone through the losing heartbreak you normally have to go through. And like it's it's their year. It's It's got to be their year. And Buffalo, I mean, it's that place is going to be electric. It's yeah. Okay, hold on a second. I've got an idea here. Okay. Because, like I said, I've, I've, these nine-and-a-half-point spreads. It is a huge-ass spread. It although is. I do think Buffalo and Green Bay both cover, you know, just fine. I'm interested to see here if we did a two-team teaser with them. Yes. Yeah. Okay, here you go. Green Bay and Buffalo, both minus two-and-a-half. It's minus 150 odds. I like four-and-a-half units on that. Yes. I like that yes. as a big play. Yes. Yes. Okay. Buffalo and Green Bay. Minus two and a half, minus 150, four and a half units. There's the first big play of the year. Week two. Didn't take long. Can't wait didn't to get clogged. Probably would have happened week one if we just – you can't justify a week one. No. All right. The the game of the week, man. I, yeah. Thursday night game is going to be cool. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. But this is the game of the week. This is the yes. Vikings at the Eagles. Monday night football. Eagles giving one and a half. The Eagles. The over-under at 51.5. I'm sticking with them. I'm sticking with Minnesota here. Same. Yeah. I'm I, I this is this is my cash cow until it until it bleeds dry. Yeah. And you know what? You know what else I really you know what I like? I like we I think we go back to the well. I think we go back to Minnesota alternate line minus six and a half. Okay. It's gonna be similar. I think it's gonna be a plus two twenty ish again. Um let's see here. Minnesota Philly alternate spread. Minnesota plus two thirty. Yeah. And I I do okay, like hold on. Mini minus six. Let's see minus six. Okay. Plus two hundred. Philly let Detroit hang around too long in this Minnesota. Oh my god! Minnesota minus six, plus two hundred odds. That's a that's a beanbag on them. A unit. Might have been. Was it Thielen that had that quote this week that was like, "I've never been part of an offense that we just attack." Yeah, attack, attack, attack. It's been so much fun. Yeah, yeah. It was. There was so much fun to watch, man. Justin Jefferson is unreal. Mm -hmm. Boy, he looks. Um. He reminds me of another guy that played for the Vikings a long time ago. Oh, he's so good. Yeah, dude, he's so good. I stand I, by my I would take him over any receiver in the league for the next 10 years preseason statement. No, I he's agree. Yeah. 
I mean, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase looked really good, though. I know he does, but his uh, route running's next level. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's insane. He's a, he's a quick little bugger. And that I can't believe they caught passes from Joe Burrow together in college. Well, yeah. I can't believe it because we saw what they did. It was probably the best college offense I've ever seen. No, not probably. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. Four, six and a half, eight, ten, fourteen and a half, six. Seventeen units on the line this week. Hey, diving right back into it, eh? Slang them out there. All right, Slang guys. Out there. So these are the plays. Washington, Detroit, under 48 and a half. That's a one-unit play. Uh, Jets plus seven. That's a one-and-a-half-unit play. Tampa minus two-and-a-half. That's a two-unit play. Baltimore minus three. That's a two-unit play. Seattle plus nine. That's a one-and-a-half-unit play. Five-point teaser with the Rams minus five-and-a-half. The Bengals minus two and a half and the cards plus ten and a half. These are important numbers. Don't take the five point teaser if the lines change against you. The five and a half is an important number because it gets you under the six mark. The two and a half is an important number because it gets you under the field goal mark. The ten and a half is a very important number because it gets you over a very common margin of victory. So these are important numbers for the five-point teaser. That's a two-unit play at plus 180. Then we have the Pats Steelers over 40.5, one-and-a-half units. Minnesota alternate line minus six against the Eagles at plus 200. That's a one-unit play. And then the big boy, Packers-Buffalo, seven-point teaser. Both teams minus two-and-a-half just need to cover a field goal. Um, that's a four-and-a-half-unit play to win three. That's it. That's 37 minutes. That's good. We just ran right through week two. Yes, we did. And that's fine. I'm content with that. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I love them all. That's dangerous. I love them. Yeah. Every single one of them. And then player props throughout the throughout the weekend, um, especially for tomorrow's game, because we don't have anything on tomorrow's game. So we'll get some player props out there for tomorrow's game. Going to look at some um, – some guys not so popular, maybe some Gerald Everett, uh, maybe some unders on guys like Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, he got a lot of his work in the blowout fashion, and I don't see this being a blowout game. Um, I like maybe some. I do. I do like some Jarek McKinnon overs tomorrow. Yeah. I think he's going to be super involved in the pass game, but we'll have to look at those lines. That's all I've got. Uh, do you have, oh, wait, 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 wait. I know, listen, I don't want to open up a wound, okay? I know this is a little frustrating. But never have I ever seen a team lose by 13 in overtime. Now we have. Now we have. Was it? I can't. They went back and forth on the final. It was. They didn't kick an extra point, right? So it was just 13. 13. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've seen it. That was some disrespectful shit. I, I have quite literally seen it. Yeah, yeah, in the rain. Um, yeah, fucking Neil Brown. He's such a turd. Georgia, number one, baby. Where they belong. Yeah, deserved. Uh, yeah, deserved. Do, are they gonna let up? Are they gonna let up a touchdown before Florida? Probably because <laughs> wonky shit happens. It's just I don't feel like it'll be a sustained touchdown drive. They'll let up like one, uh, yeah. something, you know, some broken play. Yeah. Um, and tech, dude, is there anything easier 
than the two minute drill in college football. No, there's not. there's nothing if you throw if you're smart with it. No, seven and eight yard passes. That's all you have to do. Yeah, the whole way down the field. I mean, it's just and, and I'm referencing the Alabama Texas game for those of you that didn't watch it. Um, Texas had that in the bag, but then I looked and I said, "Oh, there's a minute thirty-five left. Alabama's got all the time in the world. They need to get rid of the clock stopping after first downs in college football. It's archaic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's a pass happy world now. We don't need clock stopping on first down. No. All right, that's it. There are yeah. three top twenty-five matchups in college this week. There's one I do like. It's BYU plus three and a half against Oregon. Bonex sucks balls. Yeah, Bonex is just dude. He's <laughs> he's dog water. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. There you go. As the young as the young kids say, he's dog water. <laughs> um, I also like Arkansas getting the points against A and M. But yeah, A and M, dude. Yeah, they're not looking good. Uh, no. We will we'll put the college plays up after we look into them more. But there are three top 25s, and then we'll dive into some more with the unranked teams as well because we got a little feel for college football now. So that's week two. Do you have any parting shots? Um, just I guess a quick NFL note as a parting shot. I personally enjoyed the new uh, announcing team yeah. match, you know, mashups. Everything seemed to work pretty well. ESPN doesn't suck now because their broadcast was terrible. Now it doesn't suck to listen to. So. I still I still watch the Manning broadcast. Uh, I need to actually I need to give it a good shot. Yeah. I liked it, man. So they who'd they have on this week? They had on Saquon, um, which was good. Then because you know, obviously him and Eli played for two years together, so that was cool to see them, you know, um talk. And then they had on Joel McHale, who's a diehard Seahawks fan, uh comedian, funny guy. It was that was fun to watch. And then they had on a drunk ass Shannon Sharp. Um, just sitting there drinking and just, they had him on for the end of the game. So watching him and Peyton Manning react to the Broncos wasting 30 seconds and then trying to rifle a 63 yarder through was pretty funny because it's, I mean, the one thing about the Manning broadcast is they can be biased and it's blatantly obvious, you know, Peyton was, we, this, we, that with the Broncos the entire night. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So it was, it's good. And they're funny, obviously, Peyton and Eli, you know, they have a good, um, they have a good flow together and they make fun of each other. And Eli Manning sitting there like a mouth breather the entire night just cracks me up, man. He, it's funny. So I, I do wonder who we'll have this week because you've got the seven fifteen and the eight thirty games. So you're one of yeah, the, so I know that I know the Mannings aren't doing this week. Um, so you'll have, I would assume you're going to have Joe Buck in Troy Aikman for the late game. I think whichever the one's on game of the two, whichever one's on ABC will probably be them, and whichever one's only on ESPN will be a different crew, I would guess. Mm. I don't know if I like that. No. Weird. All right. Yeah. All right. Until next week, guys. Uh, good fortune, and we'll talk to you on social media.